Hiya, pals. <clears throat> Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And now, Disneyland Paris News. The UK government has issued the full traffic light list for international travel. France is on the amber list, meaning UK residents should not travel there for leisure. The Disney store has announced it's to close all but two of its French locations. The flagship store on the Champs-Élysées and the Disney Village store will remain open. Construction continues at DLP, with LED screens being installed along the walkways from the car park. And I'm going to do this one in the style of a celebrity death. There is still no official opening date for Disneyland Paris. I honestly thought that would be the news this week, guys. Opening date, which hotels are open, blah, blah, yada, yada. It is not to be. It's sad, sad days. Um, mm. They were meant to go into talks last week. I'm, I'm going straight in there. I know, you you I know. Well, there's, you know, there's some housekeeping to get out of the way. Like, All right. Can, can we get this out of the way first? <laughs> okay. Oh, let's. <laughs> right. I, um, I went to the hairdressers yesterday. And, uh, you know, it was a big day. It was my first haircut of the year. My first since, like, last autumn. And I was, you know, I was looking forward to it. I was going to do one of those tedious, like, look at me, I've had my haircut pictures uh, on social media. And I went in and I said, yeah, like, you know, short back and sides. I said, you can leave quite a bit on the top, actually, you know, about about that much. And you can't really see here, but that she's left about that much. Um, I've barely b- just been able to get a little bit of product on it so I can just about style it. But I was furious. His fingers are about... A centimetre and a half apart. I was going to say, yeah, and, if you're listening, uh, yeah, if you're what listening, he's saying is he uh, wanted it to be that much, very short hair. and actually, they've done it that much. <laughs> I hope that clears it up. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I can tell it's uh, not only a haircut that I didn't ask for or, or necessarily like. It, it looks okay at the moment, I guess. Um, but um, how I can tell it's a bad haircut is I was finding long bits behind my ear today. Uh, there's a, a tufty bit on the neck, which I've just shaved off like 10 minutes before the show in the bathroom with the two mirrors. Mm. Um, there's a short bit at the front of my fringe, which is shorter than any of the rest of the fringe. I don't know what that's about. And at the back, she's trimmed it in such a way that it just sticks up like little tufts of grass. How much did this haircut cost? How much did this haircut cost you, Huey? Normally it's uh, 5 99 <laughs> Uh, and when I, I went, I went and told her because my hair was a lot really long. She said uh, mm, it will be um, eight pounds because it's classed as a restyle. I went, I went uh, okay. <laughs> now, but here's the thing, though, Chris. I like I put put my glasses on because I, I couldn't see as you do that. I got the. I was suspicious it was getting too short, and I put my glasses on, and you know I was like, oh no. But I went lovely stuff, and I tipped to two pounds. <laughs> Hugh, it's hard for me to have a lot of sympathy for you because before every single one of these shows, I have to readjust the lighting in this room so that the green screen doesn't start coming through the shiny bit on my bald patch. Do you need some uh, like some powder? Regrow, like like they use on uh, no, like you know, like makeup artists will just powder your heads. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where's the fun in that though? I wouldn't look like an evil villain if I had like. No shine, would I? <laughs> well, well, yeah. This isn't just the uh, the haircut update show. Oh, oh, I, I can make it relevant. <laughs> you tried, you know, you know, you know where I should have gone. Dapper Dan's. Hey, 
Andrew says, was your hairdresser called Stitch? He's just said in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, York. Matt Chester's uh, showing his age by saying haircut 100. Hey. <laughs> I don't get that. Some people won't even get that. She's okay. Only, she's only a year. I'm going to say I'm only a year than you. <laughs> I led a very sheltered life, though. Um, so, it, yeah, we're going to discuss the news today. And then our discussion this week is what it was meant to be last week before we got waylaid with moaning about various trip cancellations and then celebrating trip bookings and everything. We we went on a bit last week. So we, we did, did the discussion. We? It was fun. And that is things we've got to look forward to with the reopening and what we're looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. So that's our discussion for today. We've also got a tiny little show and tell from a Primark hall today. <gasps> and if we've got time, we might have a little chat about the new line that is cropped up on Shop Disney. I like the show and tells we do. In fact, when we went there today, I was hoping Lucy would buy something <laughs> to show it on on, on here. On I wish show. I brought all my Primark stuff that we got the other week over towards my computer area here, then when you bring things up, I can say, oh, I've got that as well and showed you. And, and Next oh, week, Chris. Get this. I'm getting increasingly frustrated that we live really quite close to two Primarks, these tribes, and they're both on the small side as mm. far as Primarks go. And then I saw today somebody posting about the new one that's open in Birmingham mm. with a whole kind of, well, they've got a Disney cafe, haven't they? But they've got a Disney store area that's just, and I'm a bit... Susie's yeah. been there, hasn't she? I think this is an the Newcastle one is massive. Sue's I'm sure Susie's Susie's flogged from one. Oh, oh. interesting. I think interesting. she has. But I'm I'm getting Primark envy if that's a real thing. I might have to go uh, all the way into the centre of Leeds instead of just shopping on the outskirts. I don't think that is a real thing, Lucy. Primark envy. Yeah, oh, you'd be you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. <laughs> anyway. Let's let's have a look at this news, shall we? Go on then. Let's start at the end, like mm. Maria von Trapp never ever did, yeah. as a general rule. She said, "I think her words were that's a very bad place to start, mm. terrible place." I think she said. But we're going to use as my choice to put the news in this order. So I'm going to say we've no official opening date for Disneyland Paris. Um, I did think we. Gave news last week that um, the leadership at Disneyland Paris and various French officials were entering talks on Monday and a local newspaper said they expect announcement in a few days. Now, as we were recording on a Sunday, we thought that must mean before the next show. And I was dead excited about that. Alas, no. Well, Lucy, However, you see, yes. announcements always come out the day after we do our show. That's it, traditionally the Monday. So- Sometimes within hours, sometimes we rap, say that was great, guys, wasn't that fun? Turn on Twitter and something massive's dropped. Susie's here now. She's just missed all the haircut chat and we've mentioned her like oh. twice. <laughs> um, uh, uh, there's a couple of new people around her. I will say, uh, we will. I will come to the chat in a moment. Hmm. Yeah, we yeah. can have a little hello yeah. in the chat. Let's let Lucy um, talk about the news. Come I, on. Well, yeah, I'll yeah, just yeah. finish this little bit and then we'll have a look in the chat because I'm not following my own show notes, am I? <laughs> Um, the ED92 reported that a French newspaper reported. So this is me getting an English Twitter doing on a French thing mm. with the translations. Um, that negotiations include, currently include, um, 19th of May with no attractions. Hmm, talk about That's that in a second. Days away. 9th of June with capacity at 5,000. That's a month and away. 
the 30th of June with 100% capacity, but with a sanitary pass. Now, I thought that's what you got off your science teacher when you said <laughs> you needed to go to the toilet. Oh, Lucy. I've come on my periods there. <laughs> can I have a sanitary pass? Can I, can I go to the toilet for like 20 minutes of this lesson? <laughs> Never did that once. I was a SWAT. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so this 19th of May, no attractions as part of the negotiations has to do with the fact that they're opening non-essential retail and outside dining on the 19th, the way that we've just done. Mm. Um, and so that must be, they could do this, not that they're going to do this. Cause like you said, that's 10 days away. And even if they did something like, um, California did with the, what the dining thing, Hugh, yeah. You hate you hated the name Hugh. Uh, I can't remember. T- not Eat but don't ride was it called or something like that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Look but don't touch. And I said there were bells on, didn't I? I don't care about any of the rides. I just want to go and look and eat. T- a taste of Disney. No, because that sounds good. It was something like a touch of Disney. That's it because it sounded. A taste of Nutella. They're going to call it. Uh, yeah, like like t- touch of Disney. T- a touch of cloth. <laughs> that was a TV series, but also it's a, like it means you really need a poo. Yeah. That TV series had what three series, and and honestly, you got the joke after five minutes. You didn't need to watch any more of it. It, it was <laughs> it was a sketch that was unnecessarily dragged out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't um, remember anything about it. <sighs> so this this translation of a translation that I've had a look at, I'm very sceptical that that really has got any practical application. I just think it can. The next thing is more interesting, but still very close. And that's the 9th of June with capacity at 5,000. Now, again, I can only think that their roadmap includes out down outside events for up to 5,000 people because 5,000 5,000 People at Disneyland Paris is nothing. You know, I think the capacity is up to no, hundred thousand. At first, I thought you were exclaiming that like it was a big number, but then I thought, yeah. I thought a fifth of those will be in the studios, so that leaves <laughs> a thousand uh, in each land. Or if you if, yeah. if you count Main Street as well, then that's like and considering seven hundred something like um, was that bad pirates no. without um, social distancing is meant to eat. Not, not actually eat, but it, it, it intakes um, twelve hundred passengers an hour. Does um, Pirates of the Caribbean? So that could, it could do everybody five times over all day. I work everything out with uh, by. Uh, I work everything out, Chris, by thinking about the theatre that we that we perform at because it's a hundred oh, seats, so it's very handy. So I was, you were yeah, but uh, there's not a couple of seats empty. So so I'm thinking seven of those in each land has nothing. Mm. That sounds That's brilliant. Wrong, we go. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? it? We're not allowed. That's another piece of news. We'll oh, get to that. Forgetting about that. <laughs> um, Spoilers. And then the the last thing, and this is such a big leap, is the thirtieth of June with a hundred percent capacity. Now that that is a gigantic leap in six slightly weeks. different, isn't it? <laughs> is it? Was that about six weeks? Maybe seven weeks time. They've gone from only letting 5,000 people in, which is, you know, that's how many seats there are in restaurants is 5,000. 30th of June? Yeah, 30th of June for 100% capacity. And I wouldn't want to go with 100% capacity and social distancing. I was literally just going to say exactly that. Surely what they've done with restaurants and queues, 100% capacity would feel like 200% capacity. Mm. So... 
None of this sounds accurate to me, but when I was looking for information to give to you guys, this was the closest thing I got to anything we could we could mm. get is that negotiations include these three benchmarks. It's ne- accurate pa. <laughs> Your French gets better and better, Hugh. C minus. <laughs> Merci. Just for having the word pa in there. Right. That's put my stress levels levels through the roof. So can you cheer me up with some live chat, Hugh? What's okay, I'm just going to... Inaccurate in French. Inexact. Inaccurate. Inexact. 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 Oh, I should have pressed the button to uh, play it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so in the chat. Well, it's all going on, I can see. Uh, let's see, I need to go back a bit. We've got S- S- Sam, uh, who was uh, messaged us earlier, um, a couple of days ago, didn't she? Um, yeah. She says, I'm so happy to have found you. I've been looking forward to this all day. I hope we don't disappoint. She's got a huge <laughs> glass of wine. Yes. On the go. Uh, that's more than we've got. We should do that. We should do a drunk show. We well, did a drunk... Our first ever podcast was reviewing Snow White. And um, I cracked out a bottle of wine and then had two did. or three glasses from someone who did doesn't you? drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the audio got lost. And it was <laughs> never released. We had to record it again, didn't we? And I realised pretty soon me doing drunk podcasts was... Not a good idea. Uh, Matt Chester's also drinking. Uh, he also says, high and tight, military style. Oh. In reference to my hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just get, this is what he looked like with son's beard, because he was too young to grow one. This is what he looked like when I met him. This little short, tight hairstyle, bit mm. of gel. Well, I'd, bit younger. Shaved my, I'd shaved my head at a party drunkenly, uh, or a friend had, and my friend, uh, my, my fringe came off in the, uh, in, the exact shape it had been gelled in and they put it in a bag and t- took it into art college. Anyway, um, <laughs> so my hair was short. Um, what was, anyway, Sam's also saying uh, she's the same, Lucy, 100% Primark Envy, always rubbish, end-of-line stuff in her local store. Um, they do, I need to get this off my chest. Who said that? Sam. Sam, I need to get this off my chest, Sam, because I've I've been to other Primarks where they have a Disney section and if you go in their homeware... You go, uh, you go in the home where there's always a corner that is just Disney mm-hmm. and it's got all your Disney tumblers and your Disney duvets. There, this, there is in Wakefield. No, they're really, really... It's only small. There was but... one island that had some stitch stuff. Yeah. But all the rest of it, you kind of... You had to browse all the normal pillowcases and then you might find one thing. And <laughs> Life's hard, is it? It's so disappointing. <laughs> I just want to go and sort of bask in some Disney. Go to Leeds, Lucy. La- Laura just to... walks to, to Primark in Leeds from, at work and lunchtime. That's what she does. We're going to have to go to Leeds. We went to Meadow Hall last weekend, but there was a intimidatingly long queue and we had a very winchy child with us. Ah, well, that sounds like... Uh, and and me and Bonnie couldn't cope with him, so She's... we decided to go. <laughs> uh, Susie said, uh, she said, I don't want to say anything about your hair, but wow, um, it's certainly a change. That's not good, is it? <laughs> That's From what I said before we well. went live as well. <laughs> I mean, I said, Susie, oh, yeah, um, sure. <laughs> I will reiterate, this is not what I asked for. Uh, it's... N- <laughs> It looks passable at the moment from the front, but at the back it's a mess. Um, Manchester says double figures watching onwards and upwards. Double figures watching onwards and upwards. It means he's watched more than this ten time. shows or ten or more shows. I'm guessing right now. this time next year, Rodney, um, we will have millions. I get that. Um, <laughs> uh, Sam again says uh, surely it wouldn't be cost effective to open on five thousand capacity. No, I guess not. Yeah. I just don't. I don't think they would. But uh, then, as Mark says, and I agree, it's just a bit of a bit of a tester. Mm. Bit of a tester, yeah. Tester says Chester. 
the most under those restrictions the most they could do is a very limited hard ticket event oh there's more um <laughs> stop uh, chatting <laughs> a very niche limited to one land hard ticket events with maybe food carrot that that's the most i can imagine them one doing. place but, nautilus that's it you're not allowed to Mark, go anywhere else you're just allowed to go on nautilus Mark, we have 11 people watching right now yes Ooh. that's what i thought he meant double okay. digits watching yeah. three Yes. A drone's eye view says, first time being home early enough to watch live. Hey. Ooh, all that oh, droning. Can I just say a massive thanks to Mark and also to Chris, who tweeted us earlier in the week, because after our discussion about California last week, Mark sent through a uh, an itinerary for the holiday that he went on. He emailed through to to, to us this week uh, to give us an, some ideas, which is can awesome. Can I have a copy of that, please? Yes, no, of please. course you can. It's it's in the email account, so I'll, uh, I'll forward it on to you. Um, and uh, Chris, I didn't get his... Twitter handle because I don't remember to do stuff like that. That's a huge job. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, um, so, so Chris said he, he's from California. He works for a, a, um, a theme park that isn't Disneyland, and uh, he's given lots of suggestions yeah. of places to go to. So, uh, thanks to both of you for that. And Bob said That's in the chat on the video fun. last week as well that we should talk to him about California. We might have a different view of it. Yeah. Oh yes, maybe we should about. do a, a California takeover some week. Yeah. I'd like to do that. Uh, it was Susie that went to the uh, Birmingham Primark. We mentioned yeah. this earlier, Susie, I was saying. She she she, she vlogged there. I, I watched it. Um, <laughs> Hannah Marie. Uh, sorry, Han- she, she, she said we can just call her Hannah. No, no, I prefer Hannah Marie. <laughs> Hannah Marie says Primark down south name. is no better. Tried Milton Keynes and Blue Water. Mm. I don't think it's the down south that makes the difference. I think it's the tiny um, sort of uh, suburban ones that we go to. We could easily go into the centre elite and it's massive. I'll it go over to Sheffield and it's massive. Um, but we we can't be bothered and we go to the White Rose Centre. Give me a list, Lucy, and I'll, t- I'll send Laura. He's, I don't want to buy anything. I just want to stand there and look at things. Bask in it. <laughs> You're misunderstanding women and shopping, Chris. <laughs> and me and you I'm, I, I just I just like to be there okay yeah okay. It, we okay. passed a pound land today and I said are we, are we going in and his answer was just this just a, a grim sometimes nod. Lucy will pull up in a little like, Tesco Express car park and she saw oh, popping because we need some bread and once I'm in there I'm like <laughs> taking my time absorbing it all picking things up ooh <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying the peace and quiet for five minutes. Fabulous. That's not but we can't go to Disney, <laughs> boys. Do you know why? It's shut. Because Boris says no. Well, and it's shut. But we couldn't <laughs> go to any Disney currently, I don't believe. It's Shanghai. We, we, we can go to Shanghai. I was going to say, I prefer, just as I said that, I thought that's an actual lie because we can go to the... Let's go to Shanghai. <laughs> can we actually travel to Shanghai? We moment? can. Well, I don't well, know. From the 17th, yes. In. It's green. From the 70s, yeah. I'll book it. Oh, awesome. just don't. Honestly, that's an idea, isn't it? Right, if Walt going. Disney World gets cancelled again. We're going. Ooh, what if we just September. Where are you staying? In the Hotel Dumbo. Don't give me ideas. Last time I got disappointed. You're coming too, Chris. Excellent. No, that's cool. Brilliant. Nice Cool. So, um, yeah, we're on the amber list. France is on the amber list. And this means, I had to look at what it means, um, 10-day quarantine, but at home, not in a hotel. So it's not one of those we have to pay for. Um, a test 
on or before day two, excuse me, he could be in, or and on or after day eight when you get back. Okay. You've got to submit. Um, the lists are going to be reviewed every three weeks. Yeah. And interestingly, the UK is on the equivalent of France's green list. And well, that's, yes, I know I missed an apostrophe. That's because the UK is doing really well, so it makes absolute it sense, is. doesn't it? Um, so they would let us in if we wanted to go, but we don't. But we yeah. do. Just won't let us. Um, we, we, so, we're even um, two thirds jabbed now between the three of us, aren't we? We've we've, we've had one, vaccinations two, and everything. Three, yeah. We, we just need two more jabs between us, and we're and we're immune forever we are, or whatever. For, for we are sure four time, jabs strong between us. Thirty-seven Jabney Street. <laughs> that's yes. Indeed. So that's that. So we just, but I think every three weeks is a decent um, stretch to be waiting for and to be hearing about to organise things. Um, Obviously, we have other concerns about the US not being on the green list. And as somebody quite rightly pointed out, they're going, oh, but they're doing really well with um, jabs. But they were doing really well, and then it's plateaued and dipped a bit, the number of jabs they're giving, because they've basically jabbed everyone who wants to be jabbed. And now the scepticism, they've reached that level. You know, they've offered it to all age groups now, and everyone who wants it has got it, and now it's all people who won't get jabbed. So we don't know what's happening with the US, and we have a 100 days. uh, We we cancelled a trip, and then we found out we're not on the green list so we were glad. We were glad because if we'd been on the green list, we would have been like, oh, dang it, we could have gone. But we still, we've got to wait for August now, which just means another couple of months of, you know, waking up and looking at the news app every morning to see if we can go. How but often are they going to review the list? Have they three weeks. Every, three, every weeks. three weeks. Right, okay. Tri-weekly. Should you show your Primark? By at the moment, since we've just we, talked about it. Have we done enough Primark? Or, or, or should, we, should we tease it for the end? How, how much are Primark paying this episode again? <laughs> <laughs> if you stay with us long enough, you can see my new Primark bag. If that's not a teaser, I don't know what is. Right, guys, talking shopping. The other reason we go to the White Rail Centre on a regular basis is Primark lets us down. I can't even look at it. But across the way is a Disney store, which we always go in. However, the future is bleak. France have announced that it's closing all but two of its stars, Champs-Élysées, and the Disneyland Paris one is independently operated. I don't know the legalities of this, but it's operated by a different umbrella company than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So those two are staying. Um, but Canada have done the same. There are no more, or soon there will be no more Disney stars in Canada. Uh, I think they're closing 60% of the US stars. Um, cast members in the UK have been told that there will be star closures, but they haven't been told which stars and when. So, I mean, this is this is really sad and it's, tragic. It's because internet shopping's boomed, doesn't it? You know, how much have you used Shop Disney over the last year? Exactly. It is and it has, but I just want to make a point that I made to Hugh the other day in that I I, I do believe in uh, consumerism and capitalism you know as a system it's got its issues but I do believe in it and if you want something you have to vote with your feet or your purse 
one way or the other, mm-hmm. or your clicks if you're mm-hmm. online. And um, I want to shop in the Disney store to keep it open, but they keep sending me emails of 30% off sales online only for the next 24 hours. Or I've got a, um, a voucher code from when we booked our holiday that I can only use online. So it doesn't make financial And this is their fault. It doesn't make financial sense for me to go and pay um, £15 for a swimming costume for Bonnie that I've got my eye on when I could pay £12 online. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, like, I've decided, damn it, I'm going to go and pay more for my swimming costume because I want to. But, I mean, that's a real kind of obnoxious thing for me to do. That's not the decision they expect anyone to make. They expect people to choose online. And so I think they've been prepping us for many, many months. They've been programming you to shop online with these offers. They've been programming you not to go in store. And I think it's very sad. Well, Yes, it is. But do you know what it means? It means that the stores that are open will become special. And I always think, I think the Disney stores in the past were special, but I don't think the one in the White Rose Centre in Leeds is special. No. It's, it's just not. And, it's very and, small. Yeah. So so what you end up with is flagship stores that people love, love to go and visit and, and will spend mm-hmm. loads, loads of time in and money. Um, but you can still get all the things that you want online. I have. I don't have an issue. Special trip to London. That's got two flowers. Yeah. That is, it's got three. Oh, no, it's got two. That is true, Chris. When I worked in the Disney store, they had a gallery corner. And I'm just looking around our kitchen. The gallery corner was about the size of our kitchen. And they had lithographs on the wall, a shelf of um, snow globes and Mm. figurines, and various other really high-end stuff that was like, £400 for a lithograph. Not many people bought them. People did buy them. Not many people did. But they would bring people in to stand and look at them. Warner Brothers stores um, had the same, didn't they? I mean, they vanished, didn't they? But they did exactly the same kind of thing. That, that They had these special big-ticket items there. Warner Brothers shop in Meadow Hall. Yeah. Oh, man. That's my bag. Mm. Um, yeah. Sam says, share the discount code, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-time only, so you can be on your Nelly. Mm. Do you know what? That's yeah, something that I, I miss about... Same. Sorry, sorry, go on. Go on. I was going to say, go that's on. one thing I miss about Disney life. You, your Disney Plus, it's great. The content is fantastic. But as a Disney lifer, you always got a discount in-store or online with a Disney store. Mm-hmm. And now I don't get that anymore. I miss it. Um, Andrew Palmer says, gutting news, one shop I actually buy from and will go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, Disney's uh, Disney shop users... He uh, uh, says... Disney's use of Hermes is terrible. <laughs> Everybody's use of Hermes, Hermes is terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's very expensive mm. delivery as well, if memory serves. It's over £50 for free delivery, which mm. is much higher than most places these days. And then it's £5.95 or something. Yeah. You so do get a lovely well, box, though. Lovely that box. gets off my um, 15% code that i've got then doesn't it if it's five pound 95 and only i only ever order if i get a free key or a free something that mm. tends to be how i go now so that's sad oh, also uh mark wants uh one of these scream canister cups do you know what <laughs> got it off shopdisney.com I- <laughs> I-, I laughed at um at that comment of of mark's earlier whilst Lucy was being quite sombre about the fact that everything was closed because I forgot that I was on screen and could be seen laughing and I was reading the comments. And then I realised how weird it is to be sat here in my kitchen 
um, with cameras in front of me broadcasting live on YouTube. It's a bit weird, <laughs> isn't it, actually, when you actually think about it? Yeah, although I get to live the reality <laughs> of being in a small world vehicle, which makes me smile. Susie's good, saying, um, what is the key collecting thing? Can someone explain? Um, do you mean like you don't get it because you've seen the keys and you're like, what is this about? Because I'm a bit like that. Or do you actually mean, what is it? Because there are these collectible keys, aren't there? Mm. Chris has got one. I, I've got two. You, I, oh, so you, you've actually started collecting it's them. It's very often. I got two. Spend over a certain amount and get <laughs> the keys. And it... Thing is, I guess you can display them, but it's like how to display them. Nails, two nails for yeah. every key. Once, once you've got a, like, a nice way of displaying them, I guess the collectible, but I just, I, I can't imagine, they'd just be knocking on the, the floor for us, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. In fact, we actively chose not to get one once, didn't we, when we'd spent yeah. the necessary amount. Yeah. Oh, well, um, next time you actively choose not to get one, will you get it anyway and just uh, <laughs> yeah. push it under the door well, on my way? Did we get something else or did we just... We got lots of... Oh, oh yes, of course. And, yeah. lots of right here. And Bonnie absolutely, she brought him down early and she went, you need this for the podcast. And like, uh, he's in that room. We don't. So any, I could have had lots of right next to me. Right, the last bit of news is construction continues and they've got some LED screens. <laughs> this is the exciting stuff. We should have dealt with this first. You know how you eat your broccoli so you can have your pudding. <laughs> um, yeah, they've got some LED screens. No idea what they're going to put on them because they're not BBC sort news, of active probably. yet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it'll be just be loads of notes and saying wash your hands, won't it? But yeah, the, the sort of lining the walkway going in. Maybe it'll be like the Grand um, Fiesta tour. It'll it'll just be like Donald yeah. and Panchito and those chasing thing. after you and stuff. Yeah. Um. The, there was also photographs of the 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 berm, the big artificial pile of earth that makes a wall is growing very high along that road that leads in. Um. But it's just, it's just not exciting, really. I want. It's, <laughs> it's just not exciting. Not I just exciting. want to be there. I want to be in there. I want to see. Um, let's talk about what's exciting, shall we? Nice segue, Lucy. That's exciting. <laughs> this is your discussion. So, I'm kind of looking at things that we've got when it reopens or in the next few months. Brand new things that we've got to look forward to. There might be some missing off this list as well. Um. But they've been very, very busy during lockdown. Some things pre-planned, some things were a nice surprise. And when it opens, we will have two new attractions. We'll have um, Cars Road Trip, that's not Route 66, Cars Road Trip and Studio D that is taking over Disney Junior. Mm -hmm. um, and then within it ready to open although there's no opening date we've got hotel new york out of marvel now there's been photos on this week of well the 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 barriers have come down all the entrance signs are up the lobby signs are up it looks to all intents and purposes like an, a ready to open hotel there is no sign of construction now so people are saying it could be an opening day hotel I don't think it will be because they want to draw tickets first. <laughs> yeah, they want to draw a crowd. They want a big naming event. They don't want to do it with limited capacity. But we've got Hotel New York, and then within they've not given us a time scale, but it should be within twelve months at least. I think it could be within nine. Mm -hmm. We've got um, the Marvel Land, and within that we've got Web Slingers, the Iron Man roller coaster, and Pimp Kitchen. And I think we also have a Doctor Strange. I'm still very fuzzy on what that is. Garden, garden area. Garden <laughs> area. Um, so I just want to put it, I just want to talk about these six attractions 
and put it to you two. What are you most excited about? What are you not excited about? What do you think will disappoint? And what do you think might, you know, exceed all expectations? What might be the sleeper hit? So discuss. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start with that. Uh well, I'll tell you what, let's let's start with Cars Road Trip, shall we? Just f- firstly because it's top of the list, but also because um, it's probably the easiest one to talk about in mm-hmm. that I, I love to hate the tram tour. Yeah. And we've cut half of the tram tour off, which means you're not going to be sat on a bus driving past statues R- and stuff. Rain of Fire. And, and, but you will be going to Rain of Fire as well. I'm very <laughs> interested to see what it'll be like. I like Catastrophe Canyon. I think it's pretty good. And I think if it's been rethemed, you know, what we've seen of it, it looks like it'll be fun enough. I expect to be utterly disappointed by it, but I think that's because I really want to have high expectations for it. So I actually Mm. want to be disappointed. I want to go in there thinking I'm going to love it and then find out that Jeremy Irons is still narrating it. That's what I want (laughs) to happen. (laughs) I just just can't imagine, um, because that drive to get to the canyon... It's so, it feels so long and so sparse, unless they absolutely cram it full of stuff to look at. I just can't imagine the it's going to be anything. They've moved the, the entrance, though. So it's a lot closer to it now. Like the entrance yeah. used to be on Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. The entrance now in Toy Story Land. So you've cut out five minute drive there. So is it just like a tiny little shunt forward and you're there? <laughs> yeah. And well, that's, I don't, thing, I don't get it. The thing for me that's going to spoil it is the fact that it's still a tram tour. It's still mm. going to be the same ride vehicle. It's going to be the same thing. And, and is it the same ride vehicle? Well, I don't. I, all right, maybe it probably isn't, not. It's probably going to be Mater towing you. What, what, that would be good. Like, uh, yeah, whatever oh, it we're is. We're going to go to the canyon. Whatever it is, though, because of what happens in Catastrophe Canyon, Mater. it has to be built to work within that mechanism. So mm. it's it's still going to be a clunky big thing, and and that that's a real shame to me, especially when we know that there's. There's other cars rides out there that that just feel like so much more. So I I have very low expectations for this ride. I'm just hoping that it that it surprises me with some some things. Mm. I I'm always have, always happy to be surprised. I have low expectations, but I'm I, I'm happy to have low expectations because I've said so many times this pressure that they have got and for the shareholders and everything to have e-ticket rides that will bring the bums in seats, you kind of lose something about what's brilliant about the park. And we go on that slinky dog circular merry-go-round every time. Mm -hmm. And I expect it to be a step up from that. I think I'm anticipating it to be in the uh, Casey Jr. level of ride. It's like, yeah, let's do let's do that next. Kill a bit of time before we go on one of the. Casey Junior's good. It is I mean, good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the road trip is going to be good. It's just that when you get a new ride, I think there's a load of fans who are expecting to turn up and it's a break technological and artistic barriers. And I just don't think it's going to. I think it's a space filler, and I think it was always meant to be a space filler. But. I think Casey Jr. is more than a space filler, but I suppose okay. there is a yeah, giant yeah, lug fair. nut. There's a giant lug nut. I mean, that, that in itself is going to be worth the trip. Lug nut. The world's biggest lug nut. I mean, who wouldn't travel to France for that? Yeah. Lug nut. So, Studio D then. This is the other one that we're going to get on an opening day. So, let's say some of it, let's say we're lucky enough to be there opening weekend. 
how quick are you going to go to Studio D? I can't imagine being excited about Studio D. Like We've the- not done any shows or anything as of as of yet, so this it wouldn't be top of my list of things to go and do, I don't think. Is Bonnie too old for the shows that we saw she's, now? She's just on the cusp of being too old because it's Disney Junior, she's six. We saw the Mickey Mouse show and she was just the right age for that. She was... She was two. She was nearly three. Perfect age for it. Who um, features do we know? Vampirina. Yeah, it's, it's Minnie and Mickey um, in some almost steampunky thing. The set's quite steampunky. Yeah, I've seen some of the set, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I don't... Did you say Vampirina, Chris? I don't know, I'm just guessing. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll be on that. Because she likes Vampirina. I will say that Disney, the Disney Junior show was a big highlight of that holiday for Bonnie at the age of three. Mm. And um, because there's so many adult Disney fans um, on the online community and podcasts and things, I think it's so easy for them to just completely discount stuff like that. But there's so many families who are going with under fives in their group. And um, it it's, it's a godsend for your sanity. The kids absolutely love it. It's some of the best memories we've got. You get to sort of sit down a bit as a family and the kids can dance. And is Stitch Live still on? Uh, not because of the pandemic. No, I mean, is it going to be still? In? It's still, yes. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's meant to be still where it is. Although that's a weird thing because it's just on the corner of Avengers campus. So I think ultimately it'll probably go, but it's staying for the time being. So I am actually really, really excited about that one, more so than the road trip, and I would probably go there first. Because of the age of Bonnie, it would probably be a one and done now, because in a couple of years we're going to have no real purpose to go if it stays being directed at the age group it's directed at. But don't underestimate the importance of those attractions. No, I just just think it's it's not been something that we've done before, and I think... You know, most of these attractions, most of the things we're talking about now um, in the studios, they're, they're going to completely revamp what our space is like. Mm-hmm. So I'm keen to go and see all of it and see see what it, what's happening because, you know, the the place needs a bit of livening up, doesn't it? it it's desperately in need of that. So I, I would definitely go and be, be keen to go and watch it and see it. It's just we've never really caught mm. a show before. It's not been something that we've found the time to do. And Imagineers are geniuses. Mm. So it's going to be fabulously done, no matter. Visually, you know, it looks great. The, the pictures that we've seen yeah. looks, looks really, really good. Yeah. It does. Right, we need to rattle through these. Okay, mm. Hotel New York. What do you think you'll stay there first off? Uh, if you're rebooking, Laura wants to. So at, at some point, so I think potentially we would do. It'll be down the line. I don't think we'd go and do it right right at, at the off for the you know, next time we go. But yeah, potentially. I, I think we were in the same camp as that and it's it's a little above our Disneyland Paris budget. We try to do Disneyland Paris cheap so we can do other Disney things slightly more rich. Um, but the, the family that we're planning on going with at Christmas, I'm hoping it'll be open by Christmas, the three-year-old boy who's with that family is a massive Spider-Man yeah. fan in a way that only three-year-old boys can be. I mean, you walk you walk down the street towards him and he does this at you. It's the cutest thing. And he just, he cries if you can't wear his Spider-Man hoodie. He's obsessed. So I think if it's open then, I might suggest we stay yeah, there. that would be a good idea. 
because I think he would he would just love it. But I don't think us as a family would. I'd stay there for the laugh because we've been amused by the concept artwork. So <laughs> I'd, I'd stay there, like ironically. Just, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear ironically, but secretly loving it. And I want to collect all the pins as well. Mm. And I wouldn't have that pin. So then we're on to the meat, the meat of the matter. We're into Avengers Campus Mm. and we've got um, a a restaurant and two and a half attractions. I'm saying two and a half because I'm still really fuzzy on what Doctor Strange has got to do with things. (laughs) But we've got Web Slingers, Iron Man, Pim Kitchen. Choose your weapon. So I've not, I, I never did Aerosmith. It, the, there was a 40-minute queue at the time, so I couldn't do it. And then it was shut the second time we went, so I couldn't do it then either. Um, I'm not, I am not. I mean, I don't do a lot of roller coasters, but it was one that, having seen Hugh come out with a big smile on his face in, in one of his videos, looking just like that, yeah. Um, yeah. it made me really want to go and do it, and, and I didn't get the opportunity. So for me at the moment, even though there's newer rides coming, I, I'm very, very keen to get on that and see what it's all about and enjoy it, take it in. I don't mind a bit of Aerosmith, but um, the Aerosmith, uh, like, you know, branding of that ride sort of makes it less appealing to me, even though, like I say, I don't mind a bit of Aerosmith. But um, the actual ride mechanism is the thing that made me smile. And having some some rock rock music blasting out as you go in is just, it could be any rock music. So if it's going to be Iron Man and maybe some ACDC or you yeah, know, something yeah. like that, uh, and it's the same, it's, it's going to be the same roller coaster uh, track. Um, is it the same roller coaster track? Well, yeah. I know they've read on the facade. So. Well, they're not going to change. I, I can't imagine they're going to change new it. New story. Same yeah, ride, just, different story. Just, just, yeah, just, yeah. Re, just reskin it. Um, yeah, like I say, ACDC, maybe if they can get the licence for it. Um, but that's the thing that makes me smile is uh, the actual, the, the speedy takeoff yeah. of that ride. is just like, what? I loved it. That's what so, I was going to say. I and then I, the Iron cards. Man, again, Iron Man is like, is one of, is one of you know, he's not my least favourite, but he's, he's, he's lower down the list uh, on the, you know, Marvel characters. Um, but once I'm there, I'll be loving it. Do you know, it's one of the things that I'm really looking forward to next time we go is that, Lucas is that bit older now and he's taller as well, which means he's allowed more stuff. Now he's a bit of a, of a scaredy cat, but um, because he's allowed to go on these things, he might well do. And I, I'm not a big roller coaster person at all, but I force myself to do things with him so that he doesn't mm-hmm. feel scared. And and I'm actually really looking forward to next time we go because I think it'll push me to go and do some things that I wouldn't usually do. And maybe that'll, that'll give me a new lease of life when it comes to these kind of rides. So yeah, yeah I really want to go on, on the, the Iron Man ride, really do. I think my stance on roller coasters is well documented. I'm not terrified of them and I'll do them. It's just not my not my idea of fun. Yeah, yeah. And rock and roller coaster epitomised that. I it, it were all right. I survived. I suppose it's exhilarating, but I didn't come off with the expression on my face that you did. Now, I'm really wanting to see the overlay, the pre-show um, area looks good. I, we are big Marvel fans here, um, but I imagine I will do it to experience it, to talk about it, and then probably not do it very often afterwards because it's not my thing. Whereas Web Slingers, I am so excited about this because some of my favourite Disney rides are interactive. Buzz Lightyear, Toy Story Mania, anything like that. And it's got re-rideability. And this idea of it being motion tracked and you're doing this, which is just a little bit, um, you know, dramatic and, and 
it's not every day. This is why you go to Disney so that you can pretend that you're a superhero and and do and do those kind of gestures. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to that, and I think it will. I'm a bit sad that California are getting it first because it means um, it, the impact might be a little bit less than it would have been if you walked in the park and did it yourself. But that's that's my excitement. Yeah, I think it looked pretty exciting. It's nice to see something different and new as well, isn't it? And not like more of the same. So the the other two things we talked about, uh, Aerosmith, uh, Iron Man, Roller Coaster, the and and Road Trip, Cars Road Trip, they're they're rehashings of existing things. This is something brand new, and that, that I think that's pretty exciting. I, I'm really looking forward to going on it. And the ride vehicles look like boxers. They're not the most exciting looking things in the world, but but I just think it'll be good. Andrew Palmer says, has Pim Kitchen got its own menu or is it hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, I think the idea is uh, it is going to be sort of fancy food, isn't it? I think, is it going to be big stuff and little stuff as well? Like little slider burgers and and giant, I don't I don't Giant know hot dogs. Giant, yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to be that kind of thing. And is it fast, casual? It's not quick service. I think it's more... Again, we need to wait and see. I don't think it's been released. Mm. I, you were excited about this at all, were you? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, what? What are you excited for? Are you excited for the sort of the surprising appearance of the food? You know what I mean? Like, oh look, it's a big yogurt. It's a massive yogurt. It's exciting. Or are you excited just to be in there and just? You're excited because you're hungry and you want to eat something. I don't know. I'm not sure where the excitement lies. Um, that- I don't really, I, I, I can't imagine going in there just to be like amazed by everything they bring me. Wow, that's incredible. I might be. I might be, mm. you know, taking pictures of it all the time, but I'm not sure where the, that fascination this, is going to lie. There's still a thing for me, which is, and, and I don't mean to harp on about it, but the food at Disneyland Paris, it's, it's good food. Don't get me wrong. It's good food. It's just as a Brit, it's not massively exciting and there's not great variety across restaurant to restaurant. So if if they want to do something special, then they've they've got to bring the US a bit, haven't they? They've got they've got to up the game yeah. and, and to do that in one restaurant when the others aren't updating and aren't doing things new and, and different or or whatever, um is is gonna do one of two things. Either it'll bomb and tank because it isn't what they want or it'll be ridiculously popular and it'll force the restaurants to do the same kind of thing, which means mm-hmm. I don't think that it's going to be anything, you know, ultimately anything out of the ordinary. This is it, Chris. You've hit the nail on the head because this is being brought over from California. Um, so presumably, at the very least, the concepts will be the same on the menu, even if the execution is slightly different. Mm. So we're hoping it will be a little bit more elevated. But, I mean, we just desperately, desperately need another interesting place to eat in the studios because the one in studio one, is it Restaurant de Coolies, I think, or something, um, is the most basic version of theme park burger and chips you're going to get. And we have eaten there several times because it's just easy to do. You know what I mean? The the queue goes down quite fast. There's a big seating area and it's decent enough food, but it's so dull. See, it's so dull. And now, some people like when you talk about the food at the, the parks, they go, "Oh, it's just hot dogs in it." And um, when it comes to Paris, it's like, well, sort of. I mean, it's not, but, it, but it's, it's not that much better. Um, but whereas, uh, like we were talking about before about uh, you know Disney World, um, for example, I go there 
like number one on my list is food when we go there. The food's incredible. Um, so we should just, like you say, we just have a bit of a taste of that over, quite literally, over in Paris and just just elevate things a bit. It might revolutionise things, though. If, if it proves, if, it, if they do this and it does prove popular, it might force them to rethink some of their other eateries. Um, it could lead to some change and less Nutella, potentially. I mean, let just it's only been um was it twenty seventeen or was it the beginning of twenty eighteen that the Walt Disney Company uh, became full owners of Disneyland Paris mm. and you did see a change during that transition period and a big thing was, I hope they sort the food out. I hope they sort the snacks out because we've no interesting snacks, no exciting Instagrammable snacks. Short bread. Um, and to be fair, to turn around Nutella, anything Nutella flavored, we to turn something like that around. They only really had two years, and then the pandemic hit. So we don't know what they were planning or what they were doing. This could is with all these new lands and things. This could improve rapidly from now on. I think we've been a little pessimistic if we think it won't, but it could. And you know what they've done with places like Remy's, Captain Jack's, it's amazing. It does, you're right. And it just it just depends on whether it's what what the audience want. It doesn't doesn't it? I mean the, the whole reason that the the food and things are the way that they are in in France is because that's that's what people wanted. There's a reason that there's alcohol here when there wasn't in other parks when you know, in the past. Yeah. So it, it's been very deliberately done to, to kind of localise it. So it, it's whether or not we're ready for this kind of change or whether whether this change is what's wanted from a European standpoint. Because we can see it as Brits, we, we do tie ourselves to, to America and American culture quite a lot, I think. And the rest of Europe doesn't necessarily do that in the same kind of way. So no. they, they've got to gauge it and, and try and pitch it right for everybody, haven't they, basically? Yeah, because fast food as a concept, just isn't as popular in Europe. You're meant to sit down and <clears throat> digest your food over a three-course meal with wine, aren't you? And not on a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's asking, uh, when is anticipated Web Slingers will open? Don't know, do we? 2022, they're meant to open the Marvel Land in 2022, and we've no reason to think, even with the pandemic, that that's been delayed, because if, if, any, if anything, they appear to... Quicker. Yeah, they appeared to up the construction a bit. So the the word on the um, you know, the the Marvel Street. The word on Main Street. The word on Main Street is that it should be the first half of twenty twenty two, which is what our fingers are crossed for. Um, there's, but there's just no knowing with no. these things. Anything could happen. We're hoping it'll be soon, ish. Yeah. Oh, right. Bag. Bag. Right. <laughs> so that's the end of that discussion. Anything, anything else, Chris? Uh, no, I was just going to say, Susie was asking what's happening with the stunt show, but it's gone. Oh, it? yeah. It's gone. Yeah, hopefully. It's gone. It got taken <laughs> off the map and they've not announced what's coming back. But they were going to do the Jungle Book Jive there. So whether it's going to be a live performance, I think it'll be a Marvel stunt show. Yep, that hasn't been announced, so that's just my thinking. Mm. Wait it's and in the see. right place. Yeah. Mm. I hope not. <laughs> um, Go on, show us yes. your tat then. All right, well, all right. I, I, just want, I just want to prefix this. Um, prefix, prefix. Um, preface this. Uh, <laughs> um, Lucy, Brilliant. Lucy went there looking looking for this specific, specific thing. Now I didn't know she was looking for this. She, uh, she, she just said she wanted to get some Disney stuff. Didn't see where it was. Uh, she, she went off shopping. And I was walking on with Bonnie. You know, we we taking turns because you know you can't really 
concentrate with a six-year-old with you. Uh, and I passed this item and I thought, has Lucy seen this? Because she's going to want it. <laughs> that, was, that was it. And I found her and I said, have you seen the, have you seen that bag? Now she assumed uh, she'd told me because she was like, oh no, where is it? And I went, oh no, I mean, have you seen that bag? It turns out we... Uh, you know, uh, well, I'm, I'm getting I think, confused I think story. I actually kind of said in a disappointed way, no, I can't find oh, it. No, but I meant, oh, have you seen this bag that I didn't know you, uh, were, lo- like, no, you were even looking for? I can't for? find anyway, it. Anyway, show the bag. <laughs> yeah, so I'd seen this on Facebook. And we are getting ready to yeah, go yeah, on a Disney good. cruise, as you know. So I'm all like, oh, what am I bounds going to be? What's my, what am I going to wear on embarkation day? And so I've got this massive, it's going to have to go in front of my face. Oh, yeah. Big... Stripey. It's got ropes for handles. Ropes. Oh, very, yeah. Nautical, but nice. Uh, Mickey even, uh, it's just his, uh, his, his shorts, but it, it looks a bit bright on there, but it does actually look like he's got like a... Uh, Is he looking yeah. up at you? He looks like he's got an inflatable ring around him. Yeah, yeah. But it's oh, not an inflatable that. ring, it's just his trousers. So it does have a very nautical vibe to it. But as Lucy said, what did you say about it? My, you just knocked my thing out. Hang on. <laughs> Hello. Right, where are we? What's going on? Well, not just you know nothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. say, oh everybody's going to have it. Everyone, everyone on the cruise is going to have it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the, the it's reason eight, I'd seen it. It's from Primark. I'd yeah, seen and, it and on we a were cruise up, page. And I said, "How much is that?" And I went, "I went mm, twenty quid." And she went, "No, it's not going to be twenty. And I thought she meant it's going to be more. It was eight quid. Yeah. yeah, I'd seen it on a cruise page, and I was like, "I want that." But it's going to be the right size to carry all your rubbish around when you're a mother and um just it'll match everything i'm taking with me because i'm going for a very nautical color palette would you rather mm. it was blue uh no because yeah, I, I, no, I like it so that's my cruise bag. and you can win this bag no, you can. <laughs> and that's what i've got to say and that brings us to the end of the things i've got on my list to talk about well. anything else boys uh no i don't think i've got anything else to say either I'm just looking. No, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Updated video thing. I've, I know I've got a couple more DVC videos that I planned on doing before I've sort of finished my DVC for beginners course. But I have had two weeks of very bad vocal issues. Anyone who knows me knows I had nodules removed. I have problems. Um, and I just didn't feel up to talking more than I needed to. However, that has improved greatly. So hopefully this week we will get another DVC video out for those who are interested. Um, we're about to record our classic show that we didn't record last week so I couldn't talk very well. So it's going to be Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Um no spoilers as to what we think about that. Sam says your videos are informative and helpful. Oh, thank you very much. That is what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit cheesy. Um, and then if you... I think we've gone off our schedule now. I was going to say, if you catch us every first and third Wednesday of the month, we do a Disney trivia show. Yeah, it's all about back to front, to isn't shift it? Yeah, we're cause... a week out with everything now. Yeah. But keep your eye on our... Ch- I'll tell you what... If you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and click the bell notification, it'll tell you when we upload a trivia video. I tell you How's what, that? as well, the the quiz thing. We're two we're two episodes from the end of the series, and we're going to do something different for a while. But we haven't quite worked out what that's going to be yet, have we? Mm. We're going to have challenges. Mm. We're going to so see what happens. Go. But there we go. Yeah, indeed. Right, guys, I'm going to wrap up, so get Do ready it. to say farewell. Okie dokie, guys. Make sure you follow us on social media. Thank you for watching. I've been Lucy. That's been Hugh. That's been Chris. You've been great. Good night. Bye. Farewell. Bye.
Ooh, music. No technical hiccups.